Hey everyone, you're listening to Five Years Time with your host, Grace Black. Welcome back to Five Years Time with your host, Grace. That's me. I'm so excited that you're here on this beautiful Wednesday. And if you're listening on another day of the week, that I'm happy you're here as well. First, I want to start off by just giving a little bit of an intro to what this episode will be about. And then we will dive into our weekly recap. So this episode today is going to be all about the in-between, as you can tell by the title, and basically it is all about saying goodbye to old routines and that that in-between where you're transitioning from one thing to the next. So that's what we'll be touching on this episode, and then of course we'll have our entertainment recap and all the juicy good stuff to come. I've been watching some good TV recently. Anyways, let's jump into our weekly recap. Okay, this week, what have I been up to? First, I want to say that it was like a full-blown snowstorm on Monday evening. Like, what the heck? I was actually shocked. I had so many people message me. I posted a TikTok, but I had so many people message me saying that like they went for a nap and then woke up and it was winter or um, they went and took a shower and then they came out and it was winter because it was like a beautiful weekend and then it was full on snowing. I was like watching it as it was happening. It was like raining and then all of a sudden the rain was like a little thick and I was like, okay, is this like a snow rain? And then all of a sudden it turned into like a proper rain, rain. And I was like, or rain, rain, snow, snow. And I was like, no way it's going to stay on the ground. I I was quoted saying that. I was like, Trevor, no way. 30 minutes later, it's literally Christmas morning. What the heck? (laughs) Anyways, today is cold, but all the snow's gone. So that feels good. I I posted a TikTok basically saying that April is the worst and best month of the year because you get those like beautiful days where it's like 16 plus, you're wearing sweater, short sleeves, um, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, flowers are budding, like you just get so much serotonin and like refresh from that sun and you just feel like you are a new human and then it's matched with snowstorms and you are literally back into seasonal depression like it it but it's like too many extremes so yeah that's that's the not so good but at least we know that it's like on par for April. I remember last year there were magnolia trees um, fully bloomed and then there was a big snow and it cut their bloom season or their bloom time short because it wilted all their leaves. It was like they had just bloomed. We got one beautiful day of them and then it snowed and it was too heavy and too cold and then they all fell off. That was sad. So this year I'm not too upset. Hopefully that's the last snow. But I'm not too upset because um, I looked out today and there were still beautiful flowers and the trees have not come close to magnolia blooding. Blooding? <laughs> Budding. Um, but anyways, that's just a little side note. Um, I also saw a hilarious TikTok this week where 
this girl was saying like, if anything, I'm the girl that can talk about the weather. Weather app, I know it. I have it memorized. Seven-day forecast. I could tell you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what the weather is going to be. Like, I'm there to chat about it, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like laughing my head off because I feel like I always talk about the weather. I think that's a very Canadian thing, but I feel like I have so much like to say. I could just keep elaborating on it. And then um, – the one thing that I didn't relate to on it was I do not check the weather app anymore. I'm like too lazy. It's always disappointing me. <laughs> like even if it's accurate, it's like sad. It's like, oh, it's cold and rainy. And a lot of the time it's not accurate. It's like, oh yeah, the morning's sad, but the afternoon's nice and sunny. So I just try to avoid the weather app at all costs. So that's where I didn't relate. But anyways, those are my TikTok um talks today. But in reality, you know, I like literally quote TikTok all the time. Oh, I also saw another funny TikTok. I think Trevor sent me this one where it was like um, someone was telling their friends or colleagues or whatever um, information and they're like, oh, I read this recently. And then they like went on to say this information. But then um, it like actually was a person who saw it on TikTok. I think it was like, oh, toxic trait. You see something on TikTok and you tell everyone you read it somewhere. Um, And I just want to say, my husband sent that to me, but I do not say that. I quote that I found it on TikTok because personally, I love TikTok and I find lots of great things on there and I am proud, no shame at all. So that's just another thing in there as well. (laughs) Um, But that being said, it was so windy this weekend. Um, I And I did a poll on Instagram and everyone pretty much agreed that the wind was out of control. We have an awning. I think I've talked about this that was put up and on our old deck, which has like a few rotten boards. And we didn't realize that one of them, well, we learned that one of the ones that holds this like awning pole into it was rotted because it literally like came up in the wind. Um, yeah. Thankfully, our neighbor came over and helped us like secure it. It is not a beautiful fix, but it is fixed for now. We'll have to replace those boards, but you know, we'll get around to that when we get around to it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was so windy. And then a tree got knocked down or a big branch out of an old tree on our street. So our power was knocked out for about a day, which was not too bad because obviously it's not too cold. Um, But the house was cold, just not if it was winter, it'd be even worse. But And thankfully, we hadn't gone grocery shopping. We were just talking about like, oh, we need to get more milk and this and that. And we were about to do it. And then we didn't do it because it was so windy. We're like, we're going to stay home. And then thankfully, the power went out. Not thankfully, but the power went out. And thankfully, we hadn't bought new groceries or anything because obviously, the fridge stuff will need to be um, discarded. And I haven't gone around to do that. I haven't even opened the fridge. Um, we had a busy weekend because it was Easter. So we were like going from house to house and um, being entertained and fed, which was actually great that we didn't have to worry about that. But tomorrow I am getting down to business and I'm going to clean out the fridge, check out the freezer. Um, I think most of the stuff in there is probably okay and uh, head to the grocery store and stock up. <laughs> but yeah, so our power went out. And the only disadvantage uh, that really was like, oh man, was that we had just made a fire the day before. So we used the wood that was in like our basket and we didn't fill it up again. We keep our fire in the, gr- or our fire, <laughs> our wood logs in the garage. And so then the power went out and we're like, oh, at least we can make a fire. And then we realized that our wood was stuck in the garage, which can't open because it's an electric door. And so it was like, oh. 
can't make a fire. I mean, if we really wanted to, we probably could have gone and bought wood, but it was okay. We were, it was just like something that would have made it a little more fun. But yeah, I just went to bed. It was like so cold. You know, when it's just cold and you're not expecting it, like it wasn't as cold. There was that big power outage, like, I don't even know how many years ago, like eight years ago. I think I just got Alibi. Yeah. So like eight years ago around Christmas time um, in Toronto, that knocked out the power for days and days. Now that was cold, very cold. I went and stayed at um, my husband's house, but then we were going to go home for Christmas and it literally came back on Christmas Eve. Like we were, our uncle had come, my uncle had come over to set up a generator and we were just getting the heat back on. And then all of a sudden, so we just had the heat hooked up and I think a kettle. And then all of a sudden our Christmas tree came on and it was like, oh, there's power. And so, yeah, that was really cold. So this wasn't very cold, but it was colder than what I was used to. So I I pretty much just went to bed. Like I like put on layers and got under the covers and was like, okay, I'm just going to go to sleep because there's nothing else to do. (laughs) And I had so much good TV. I was looking forward to watching that night. I was like, I'm going to watch this and this and this. I was so excited because it was just at the beginning of the weekend. And then obviously I couldn't watch any of it, but that's okay. I had a good night's sleep. Um, And then also this weekend was Easter, which was Rosie's and ours as a family since having Rosie first like family holiday because every holiday we've had since she's been born has been a lockdown. (laughs) So we have just had either us or very intimate with maybe our parents, um, but like not going to like cousins and aunts and grandmas and grandpas and stuff like that. So this was our first one where we were really shuffling around. We did a neighbor Easter in the morning, went on a hike with them and did a little Easter egg hunt. And then we went to my side of the family's Easter, which was lovely and did another Easter egg hunt. And then we went to um, Trevor's side of the family and did another Easter egg hunt. And I'm very glad that I did not get Rosie any sweeties because she is stocked for the next ever. Like we have so much chocolate. I need to organize it all because I don't even know what we have. Like I just threw it all in the cupboard. But yeah, so that was actually really nice. And I was a little, um, I was a little, I don't want to say stressed because I just don't think I really thought about it. But then I realized like, oh, wait, this is going to fall over Rosie's nap. And um, we don't really do like no naps. I always give Rowie a nap. She she thrives with sleep. She's good at sleeping. And so I was like, how is this going to work? But it, it all worked out because the 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 my family's Easter fell right over lunchtime, which is when Rosie's nap is. And so I just didn't want Ro to miss out on anything or be asleep the whole time and not get to like see family. Anyways, it all worked out. She, I put her down a little bit early and then she woke up earlier. Um, so it all worked out and she still got to have lots of fun. So that was great. That was, it was a really fulfilling weekend. On that note, I also, my allergies were in full blown that one day that was so nice. Was it Thursday. I'm trying to think. It was so nice this one day. It was like 20 degrees out. Beautiful. It was. It must have been Thursday because it was windy as well. Um, so I think it was before the big windstorm. The wind was picking up. But it was so nice. And I was out and I was um, power washing our front sidewalk, which was like so satisfying, beyond satisfying. If you oh, need like have decks or driveways or pathways that need or don't need, but like and you haven't power washed them, 
I strongly suggest you do. Um, see if your neighbor has a power washer and you can borrow, or I'm pretty sure you can rent them from like the grocery store or Home Depot for pretty cheap. So it's really satisfying. And you're like, whoa, I didn't even realize that it was dirty because you just think that's what it looks like. But there's a whole nother layer under there. Anyways, I was out side and it was so nice and my allergies were horrible, horrible. And then before I went to bed that night, um, I was so stuffed up, like all in my sinuses. It wasn't like coming out. It wasn't runny nose. It was just in my sinuses. And I was like, okay, I need to get deal with this because I'm not going to be able to sleep. I'll have to sleep with my mouth open. It's just uncomfortable. Then my, my throat's going to dry out. I'm going to want to cough all night. Like I was just like, this isn't going to work. So I blew my nose and it was like not no budging. And I was like, no, I can't do this. So I blew really hard and I ended up, um, I guess, blowing some liquid, like popping my ear and moving some liquid into my ear cavity. And then I ended up with this really nasty earache. And I was like, no, why did I do that? You know, it's like I should have stuck with the the dry throat, open mouth sleeping, but whatever, mistakes were made. So I did like 24 hours thinking like hopefully it'll just like pop on its own and it didn't. I took Advil because it was in so much pain and then I finally got the polysporin drops, uh, polysporin eardrops and that helped after like maybe a day and a half and then I was like, okay, if it still feels bad by Tuesday, I'm going to go to the walk-in. So I did go to the walk-in today and um all's good. They said it's it's a healing, it's not infected, it's clear fluid. Just keep doing what I'm doing and everything should be better. So, that's where I'm at. I can't hear out of that ear very well, so it's just feels weird. It just feels uncomfortable and um yeah, hopefully it is done and gone with in a few days. And you know like that sensation when you're on a plane and your ears pop or you're going up a mountain or like any ele- elevation. Um and your ears pop and it's like so uncomfortable and then they finally unpop and it's like amazing. I'm just waiting for that unpopping amazing sensation. Like I can't wait because right now it's like just stuck in that very uncomfortable clogged upness. But that's that's my weekly update. That's where I'm at in my life. Um, and oh, today they put up the fencing around our pool renovation in the backyard. So everything is really coming together. So I'm just feeling very optimistic and excited for um, the summer out there because I feel like I wasn't l- allowing myself to get excited because it was taking forever. Things were being delayed, whatever. But now it's like, okay, like it's actually getting there. It's actually getting there. So that's very exciting, but that's where we're at. So let's get into this week I learned. Routine is interesting. (laughs) I feel like I'm in a bit of an in-between right now, and I'm realizing that, um, this happens all the time, right? So like going from uh, a season to a new season, like winter to spring as we are in right now, um, your routine changes. The days of the, the time of the day changes that you use, like you're using more. I feel like personally for myself, it's like I'm using more hours of the day as the weather gets warmer, as the days get longer, um, et cetera. And then also maybe you're 
Maybe you're going from school to summer. Maybe you're going from a new a job to a new job or um, from just anything that's changing. Or maybe you just want a change in your routine. You're kind of feeling stagnant and you need some change. So I feel like when you make that decision to change your routine, um, you are envisioning this future you're, or you're envisioning this, um, I don't know, this really – for me, I feel like I envision this really like meaningful and driven and like very centered, like centered with me um, routine. And it's like I can think about it all day long, all the time. I'll wake up in the middle of the night or going to sleep and I'm like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do this or I want to add this in or like let's do this in this routine. I'm not sure if you're following me on this. I feel like I think like the people who get it will get it and maybe the ones who don't, don't. I'm not sure because I, I don't know if I've actually ever talked to anyone about routines like in person in this sense. I'd be very interested to hear everyone's feedback on what your routines are or if you do experience like transferring from one routine to the next and whatever. Let's keep continuing. <laughs> um, okay, so right now I had a routine. It was not serving me. Um it was not working and I think maybe it worked at one point, but then it wasn't anymore and I was just starting to feel really unmotivated or I don't know, almost claustrophobic. Like I was stuck in a situation that like I that I just like felt like I couldn't get out of and then that made me like resent what used to bring me joy and I just think then it's like I got to move on. So then I sat down and I spent a lot of time reflecting and inward thinking and deciding what was next, what my next routine was going to be. And now I have all these plans and ideas for what I want that routine to be. But the tr- the switch from the old routine to the new routine has been harder than I thought or slower than I thought. I thought I would just like start wake up one day and be able to start this new routine but I'm realizing like our bodies don't just like switch overnight and saying this it's one of those things where it's the same as like um anything where you try to go from zero to a hundred right it's not building a habit it's not building a routine essentially it's not building um something that's sustainable if you try to go zero from a hundred in one area you're going to probably have trouble and burnout. But if you try to go in all of the areas, like um, in your whole routine, you're definitely going to burn out. And I think that's where I am right now. Like I'm not burnt out right now. I think I was burned out from my old routine. But this new routine, I really want it to become habitual. I want it to be something that I can do every day that becomes an easy habit, um, that becomes second nature for me. And so with that being said, I still am saying goodbye to that old routine where I felt burnt out and I felt um, over it and uh, distracted. And I think making the decision to begin this new routine has left me in this in-between where I feel uncomfortable because my old routine might have had me burnt out, but at least it was comfortable. I was used to it. I knew what was coming. I knew what to expect. I knew what I wanted of myself. Um, And now I'm in this in-between where I'm feeling uncomfortable because it's like the future is unknown. I haven't entered that new routine yet. I don't fully know what to expect. I don't fully know uh, 
what I want from it. I haven't tweaked it yet. Like I haven't honed in on what that routine's going to be. I haven't set appropriate expectations. I've just like daydreamed about it, which means that I've created too high of an expectation. Basically, I feel like the daydreaming phase is like reach for the stars and then you need to bring it back and and set those attainable goals, realistic goals on how you're going to get to that. Um, I think you should reach for the stars, but I think you need to be add longevity into it and and set attainable goals. So now right now I'm in this in between where I'm feeling very uncomfortable and this is the first time I'm really able to put a word on to what that feeling is because it's a different uncomfortable than like public speaking or um or jumping bungee jumping. Like I mean, if that's something that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's something that makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, but like it's a different type of uncomfortable. It's almost just like I kind of don't know what direction I'm going in. And so instead of starting off on the new routine, I have let go of everything. I'm just like swimming. (laughs) I'm just like flailing in the water. Like I stopped doing even just like house things. I've stopped putting, taking care of things, like putting things back where they belong or keeping up with my laundry or going grocery shopping, just like small things like that. I've stopped doing, which are like basic routine, um, because I just feel like I'm in this in-between of uncomfort and so or uncomfortability. So instead of jumping into my new routine and sorting myself out, I am distracting myself. And how I am distracting myself is being on my phone too much, maybe watching too much TV, just like literally doing anything I can to like not be doing things that I should be doing or starting this new routine. And I don't know what that is. I don't know Like, I don't know why I'm doing that, but now that I'm aware of it, it's like I always do this. Every time I switch to a new routine, switch to a new season in my life, switch to a new anything, I have this moment of distraction where it's like I can't, I can't fully jump into the new routine um, because I feel uncomfortable and maybe I feel overwhelmed. I'm not sure. Or I think for me, it's always, I have all these ideas. I'm a big, big thinker. (laughs) I dream big. And it's like, I don't, I don't then hone in on it or I don't write down these things. I talk about this all the time, but like I think it's really important to write down um, all of your ideas so that you can make sure that you're not forgetting any of them and that you are working towards a path of what you really want to achieve. And so by having all of your ideas written down, you can create a, a map, an active, an active, um, an active calendar on how to get there where I think – for me, it's like, oh, I'm, I always think like, oh, I'm not going to forget that. And then it's like two minutes later, I forget it. Maybe not two minutes later, but pretty soon after, an hour later, I'll be thinking like, oh, what was that thing? Oh, I forgot. Like I have this bad habit of that. So you really need to start writing things down. I have my notepad here <laughs> where I've been writing things down all day today. Anyways, that being said, today was my first day of getting into my routine, my new routine. And I didn't fully know what it was going to be. And I mean, I still fully don't know what it's going to be. As I said, it's one of those things that you tweak, right? But I finally just like put my phone aside and jumped in head first and it felt so good. And one thing that makes me feel really happy about this is because um, 
it's still uncomfortable. And I think uncomfortable is a great place to be. I think when you're stuck in comfort, it means that you're not growing. It means that you're not pushing yourself into a, a, a greater, a greater thing, a greater being. Like you're not, I don't know. Like I, I, I'm not saying that you should always be uncomfortable. I love coming, I love watching my shows at night and feeling comfort in that. Um, but I think in your day to day, like you should at least do one thing a day that makes you feel uncomfortable, pushes you out of your comfort zone. And so, um, yeah, that's what I've been trying to do today. And I realized that creating has always been like my place of, um, um, my place of what is the word I'm looking for? Clarity. When I create, when I make videos or go take pictures or do reels or TikToks or whatever, when I do those types of things, even the podcast, when I do this, when I'm being creative, I have so much clarity over my ideas. It's like everything comes to comes to a clear vision. It's like when I'm dream- daydreaming, it's like everything's almost glossed over, not gloss, like fogged over a little bit. Like everything is in like gaga glasses. (laughs) Um, But then when I actually get down to creating, even if it's not what I'm thinking about, but just like creating something, making a TikTok, doing the podcast, creating um, lists, uh, drawings, journals, anything like that, that's where my clarity really comes from. So today I spent Um, a lot of time just creating and it honestly helped me so much. And I think that is the number one um, thing that I can recommend to you is that find where you find that clarity. How do you, how do, when do you feel like the best about what you're doing or what you're thinking about? Like, what is that situation? Um, I I don't know. I can't answer that for you. But for me, I never would have thought that it would have been creating um, because I always thought that, I don't know, I always thought that I was like a fake creative person. This is like another episode, but um, I don't know. I, I think I've said this before, but there was this TikTok once where it said like, you don't have to be the best at your hobbies and, um, or you don't have to be perfect at your hobbies. Like, their hobbies. You just do them. And it's like, wow, that's so true. And literally the only way that people can get good at doing things is by doing them. And so if you just don't do it or if you do it once and feel like, oh, I'm not that good um, and don't do it again, you're you're never going to get to a place where you feel that good or that that satisfaction. And so I think I'm like really just honing into that creative side for me. And I'm like, okay, I am a creative. I may not be able to draw um, or like have nice penmanship or things like that. But like when I do hone into my creativity, like I am capable of creating wonderful things. And also I am my North, I am my North star. Like I am my shining star. I'm not going towards anyone else. I'm not following someone else's path to become what they have done. I have my own path and I have my own dreams and I need to remember that I am on my journey and that I am my own North Star and that I am not meant to like be the same as anyone else. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I just want to put it out there that I'm in this in-between right now. Today is my first day where I am starting this new routine and I'm pushing past that uncomfortable 
flailing of no routine into a new routine and I'm starting to feel a lot of clarity and it's going to be like a journey. It takes time to to make that routine that fits fits what you need in your life right now and I'm really looking forward to it. I I really am and just and just know that like I'm really um I'm really like tuning into that that creative goddess inside of me. Oh my gosh, I think my ear just popped. That is amazing. <laughs> I can hear. Everything is so much louder now. Oh, I hope I haven't been too loud for you guys. Wow, that was I'm the my creative goddess is saying, "Thank you, Grace. Tune into me." That was wow. I'm just that's really cool that that happened on the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, wow. I sorry, I'm having like an out of body experience right now because I have headphones on, so it's like everything is really, really loud. <laughs> but that is amazing. But yes, I'm tuning into my creative goddess, and she is calling back and saying, "Grace, I am here for this. Like, come as you are, and let's go together." And so that's where I am, and I just want you to know that if you're in a transitional period right now and you're feeling uncomfortable, um, find what your power is. tune into that power and you will be able to conquer anything. Let's do those uncomfy. Let's do those uncomfortable things, um, have those uncomfy feelings, but know that we have ourselves, our power, and we are beyond capable. Um, And yeah, it's really amazing what you can do when you turn your worth away from other people and you turn into you or tune into you, turn towards yourself and put that work on into you and I just think like we're really incredible and we can do really incredible things and when we give ourselves the power like watch out world watch out wow I'm shocked that I can hear out of both my ears right now like this is fantastic okay (laughs) that's what I learned this week let's get into the entertainment or oh roses thorns and buds roses, thorns, and buds. My rose is that my ear just unpopped. Like I'm actually just beyond excited about that. Um, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a rough few days, uh, feeling very, very just not myself because of that situation. So I'm happy that that is solved and I'm really looking forward to taking off my headphones and feeling what what it feels like. And that's just so exciting. So my roses that my ear is doing great. My thorn is um that I mean, I don't want to say that that happened because we've moved on past it. So what is my thorn? You know, I think my thorn is last week Rosie was off of school and I think we had like plans to, we didn't have any plans, but like we wanted to um, do a lot of things as a family and we started out strong at the beginning and then we all like dwindled by the end. I think like the weather got to us, the wind got to us and we just like, not saying that we stopped doing things as a family, but we, we didn't have the... The weather wasn't cooperating for us to like go out and do stuff. And then my ear was weird. So I couldn't go do swimming with the fam or whatever. So I just felt like we were all separated at one point. And I mean, it was still good. We saw this amazing carousel um, performer. I guess that's my rose too. (laughs) We went and saw this um, 
really, really awesome carousel players like puppet show for that was for like Rosie's age. So like toddlers to kindergarten, I think. And it was so beautiful. It was like an under the water thing. So that was really nice. See, look, I'm always turning my thorn into a bud. So like my thorn is that I felt like we didn't get as much out of the week as we maybe had hoped for. But at the same time, like, as I said, I'm in this in between and I just like feel like I wasn't there. And I think when we need rest, we need rest, right? So it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, and my bud is, I'm just really, really looking forward to the deck being done and also to getting everything set up on our, our, our deck, like our, not that deck. It's very confusing, too many decks, but like getting our outdoor space set up that's like attached to our house, our old deck has the awning that flew up. So fixing that and then also just getting that space set up. So like my goal this week is I'm just going to clean um, our house from head to toe and like mainly focusing on like decluttering and uh, like organizing. And like our house is pretty clean. I like do the routinely like, clean, clean, like normal, but I'm not even going to focus on that part necessarily. If I get to it, I get to it. But um yeah, so my goal is to just like declutter everything and have less stuff and just get back to simple basics and organized and then move a bunch of stuff out onto the deck because it is covered. So just like move a bunch of stuff out and then hopefully the weather cooperates and we can spend a lot more time outside. That would be great. Um, yeah, so there's my roses, thuds, oh, thorns and buds, although technically it was a thud this week. Okay, let's get into our entertainment recap. Entertainment recap entertainment <laughs> recap. Um, I'm still using this mic on like a holder. I just showed you if you're on video. Um, so I can't do my entertainment recap with like snaps and claps because I have to hold my mic literally like a baby. I'm like rock that baby. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you would have seen that. Okay. So the ultimatum. So I was going to recap this last week, but then I had still the finale and the after show to watch. So I was like, I'm not going to recap until I'm all the way done. Um, then I thought about it before I started recording and I was like, you know, I can't even remember who everyone is. So I pulled up an article so that we could go through it. But first, I just want to say I was so confused. So when I first saw the preview for the ultimatum, which was after uh, Love is Blind, I was like, oh, this seems interesting. And then when I started watching it, I was like, okay, I just think that this situation, if you haven't heard of it or haven't watched it, basically it's like couples who one of the partners wants to get married and the other one's not ready. And so the couple that wants to get married gives them an ultimatum, like, oh, you marry me or we're done. And then they go on this show where basically that process gets accelerated. I guess they get to experiment. I don't know. But like where all the couples come together. So there's every couple has one person who wants to get married, one person who's not ready. And then they all mingle and they date one person. They date another person. Like they break up. They date another person who's from one of the couples of the ultimatums um, for three weeks. And they like fully act like they're like a married couple, like they move in together and whatever. And then they, then after those three weeks, they go pair back with their original partner and then they live with them for three weeks and pretend they're married. And then you decide like, do I want to marry the new person? Do I want to marry the person I came with? Or do I want to not marry anyone? So that's the premise. Okay. 
So in my mind, I'm thinking like everyone's not going to want to marry anyone. Like if you don't want to marry the person you're with, I don't think in three weeks you're going to decide you want to marry someone who's from a couple that is at the point of almost getting married. Like that just seems like that doesn't make sense. And then I also just like I would kind of be annoyed if I did this and then the person was like, oh, yeah, like it's been a it's been a tough three weeks, but like I'm going to marry you. It's like, okay, but like I don't I don't want to marry you now because you need it to be with someone else to realize like marrying is a big deal. I just I just feel like everyone who went on this show probably isn't at the point in their life where they should be getting married maybe they need to do a little bit of inner work, self-reflection. Like they're not with the right person. Maybe they're not in the right place. But like, I don't think that we need to excel marrying to anyone. So that was my feeling on the whole show. Like I just kind of didn't get it. But it almost redeemed itself with the after the final rose. No, that's not what it's called. That's The Bachelor with the after show. I did like the after show. I did like hearing like a little bit of the behind the scenes and um a little bit of the back and forth and seeing where people were. Like I did enjoy that part. Um, so that kind of was a redeeming factor, but I don't know. Like it was a weird show. Anyways, I just quickly wanted to go through the couples because I want to share my opinions, even though I can't remember who they are. So there was April and J- Jake. <laughs> okay. April and Jake, like <laughs> I was so confused by them the whole time. First of all, when Jake was like, you, you're horrible. You never listen to me. I'm like, okay, are we just doing this right here? Like you've never had this conversation before and you wanted to get married. And now this is the first time you're telling her that you felt like you're not being heard. Like on the first night where she has to like choose somebody to be with. I don't know. It was just like weird. And then April was like diehard Jake, like fully believed that they were going to be together and that's why she was doing this. And like, I mean, it was endearing that like she was so for Jake and obviously in the end it didn't work out for either of them. But like, I think, oh, I never went and creeped any of them on social media. I was going to do that and I totally forgot to. I'm looking for it. I'll do that afterwards. But then I think she's with someone else now and she's like really happy. Anyways, I'm happy for her. And I actually really like Jake when he was dating whoever he was with, the girls that's like the exact same. I can't remember. Um, it'll come back. It'll come back in as I go through these couples. But anyways, they were just like putting it out on blast from the start. Okay. Madeline and Colby. I'm so confused. Like I actually just like can't. What? So they come to the finale now married and pregnant and like that's great like I'm happy for them but like they came in and apparently Colby was like diehard Madeline which like I don't know if I necessarily saw that at any point I just felt like Colby was very like all over the place I don't know like I never knew what his real feelings were but Madeline she totally came off like I don't want to get married I'm not interested in him Ooh, this guy Ooh, this guy like she was like I feel like every time she talked about Colby it was like negative Now, fully, that could have been how it was edited, but, like, who knows? And then Colby ended up uh, in a partnership with April, and April was, like, diehard Jake, so, like, she didn't really want to participate in the experiment necessarily in, like, the way that they'd be dating or, like, hooking up or anything. And so then he felt like, oh, I'm not getting the true experience that Madeline wants me to have, so I'm going to go find 
a girl at a bar and start talking to her and hopefully I can get an experience out there. Um, yeah, so I don't like know if Madeline and Kobe had a conversation about this prior to starting the ultimatum that like they needed to be getting intimate or hooking up or whatever with people or gaining these emotional connections. But the way that he face like uh, said it when he was telling Madeline, it was like, I did that for you because you said that we had to do this. Like you wanted me to. I was like, dude, like stop. And Madeline was like, no. Anyways, I guess they had a conversation off camera and they ended up making up and then they literally got married at the proposal. Like he proposed and they got married and now they're having a baby. So I guess they're happy. But like I was the most confused by that one. <laughs> Um, okay. Next is Ray and Zay. Okay. So Ray was the one who I was saying that I actually liked with Jake. Like I thought they were cute. Um, Ray was cute. Like what? I don't have anything bad to say. And Zay was cute too. Like I loved how emotionally vulnerable he was at, at sometimes he seemed immature. Like, I mean, immature is such a random word because like, he seemed like, I don't know, like he was very emotionally vulnerable, but at the same time, like when they had their big conflict, he like left for many, many hours and didn't come home till like 8 a.m. Like that's a little extreme. And then was like upset that she was upset, but it's like, how could you were lit? You were doing that to make her upset. Like there's no way you, if you, if you were doing that truly for yourself, you would say like, Hey, I just need time for myself. I'm going to stay at a friend's tonight. Like you wouldn't not communicate. So they had their ish, but I mean, both of them were cute. Um, Shanique and Randall, like, I don't know. I don't know why they came on this show. They were so confusing to me. I was so confused. That couple confused me, but they're, they're back together. I like Shanique. Randall kind of confuses me. Alexis and Hunter. Oh, yeah. They got engaged right away. I don't know anything about them. Alexis really cares about money. That's all I know. <laughs> but like I can't remember anything else about them. Lauren and Nate. Oh, I didn't. That was so lame when Nate proposed to her like and she was, doesn't want kids and then he was like I don't know and then he won up the other and get I don't know if you watched it you know it was just like that was lame and was that all the couples I guess that's all the couples that's what it's telling me anyways those are my feelings on the ultimatum that's where I'm at what were your feelings how did you think the show was would you watch a second season would you want something different like do you think that it should be like more of like a I feel like it was kind of almost like a a bachelor what's the bachelor bachelor in paradise vibe except for that they were couples breaking up but would it be better if it was like couples breaking up going to somewhere with other singles like not couples that are broken up like mingling with other singles I don't know like it was the couples on couples that confused me because I I like I don't understand how you could like be at the point where you think you're going to get married and then go date someone who's literally in the same type of relationship as you and then think that that's going to change something or that you're going to end up with them. I don't know. It was just confusing. Okay. Then the Kardashians. Uh, premium. 100% premium. I love it a million times more than keeping up with the Kardashians. And I loved keeping up with the Kardashians. But keeping up with the Kardashians was full of fillers because there was commercial breaks. So literally every single episode, there was so much, first of all, like, random fillers and like where like Chloe and um Scott would go off and do pranks or whatever like I don't know if they're gonna still do that but I feel like a lot of that was like part of the whatever network they were with um E I think it was E anyways 
But then it was like every commercial you'd get like coming up next and then it would come back from the commercial and it'd be like previously you seen. And so you'd get like these two, three minutes full of filler in this hour long show. It was just like not, it was like you weren't getting that much good content. But I felt like this was like full of content. Like it was just like full of premium stuff. I was very, very much impressed. I I, I enjoyed that for sure. I also liked how they still do confessionals, but I liked how they were talking to the camera more. Like I really enjoyed that. It was kind of like uh, documentary style. So I, I really liked that. Um, the drone shots were cool. I mean, uh, and the roadblocks thing with Kim, like I think that just put into perspective like how uh, how hard it would be to be a celebrity and have a family and like want to protect them from like certain information out there. And I mean, like ultimately, I'm sure Kim's going to have these conversations with her, with her kids, but like her kids are very young right now. They don't need to be, especially whoever had found it. I can't remember. Was it Saint? Um, he can he couldn't even read what it said. He just saw his mom's face in the app and thought it was funny. Um, but then it was talking about like, oh, more of her sex tape or whatever. And like, I liked what Kim had said, especially about um, she had said like, this was 20 years ago. We need to stop or whatever. Was it 20 years ago? I don't remember how many years ago it was, but she was like, we need to stop bringing this up. And also she had said something really good where it was like, I think she had went to say like, I made a mistake, but then she was like, I didn't make a mistake. It was me and my boyfriend and we did this thing and, and it was consensual to them. And yes, it did get leaked, but like they've already like, that's their private information. It's, it's actually not good. Like it's rude that someone would leak it. I'm not sure what the situation was in leaking. I know that people used to say like, oh, they did it on purpose. Like Chris did or whatever. I don't know the story about that, but I thought it was empowerful what she was saying. I was like, yes. And like, why is it always, why is, why are we always shaming women, especially around sex and especially around that stuff? Like, stop. Like, so I agreed with her in that sense. I don't know too much about the background story. Okay, guys. But I agree with her in that sense. And I I like that she'd said that. And I just like feel um, that, I mean, she's going to have all these conversations with, with her kids and she just needs to get to that time where it's appropriate to have them conversations. And the media needs to not make it so that she has to have them earlier than she needs because... Like, we need to think about the development of the children. But, of course, it's all about the money, right? Like, media doesn't care about that stuff, which is a shame. So, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. It looks like there's so much good stuff going on. I can't believe that um, – uh, oh, my gosh. What's her name? There's Chloe. There's Kim. And there's Courtney. <laughs> okay. that Courtney. I'm like, what is her name? I can't believe that Courtney is, has so much of her relationship on the show. Like, that's great. I wonder if they're – uh, wedding's going to be on the show because I think there was like gossip that they had gotten married, but who knows? But anyways, I'm just really looking forward to it. I think there's going to be so much good stuff. I kind of felt weird about Scott's part in the show or definitely when they were talking about Scott and like having to date older women, like 20, like gross, like please leave. Like, no, thank you. Um, yeah. He, I think he needs to work on himself and maybe not date anyone until he can figure out why he only needs to date um, people who are just legal. Like that's, that's, that's on that. But I'm happy for Courtney and I'm just really excited to see what happens. And I think that this, um, this new 
uh, format on Hulu, and I, I'm so excited it's on Disney Plus, is really great and that it's full of content, and I can't wait till Thursday. <laughs> um, and then one more thing I've been watching is Victoria, which is about Queen Victoria. I'm not actually sure what network you can watch it on because it's an old show, but it's about Queen Victoria, so it um, takes part in the 1800s, and I heard about it from my favorite more uh, my favorite podcast the morning toast and I they said that it was amazing and that if you like like Downton Abbey and stuff like that you would enjoy it but they also said that it was a bit of a slow start I loved it from the very beginning I'm only three episodes in and I'm obsessed and it's like a novel and the way that the romances are happening they just like swoon your heart and I'm thoroughly enjoying it so if you like Downton Abbey this is like a prelude because it's in the 1800s it's Queen Victoria it's really good. So I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying that. But yeah, that's all that I'm watching. And I'm just so excited that I can hear again. This is fantastic. And that's all thanks to you and getting me here talking and sitting up. I'm sure that helped. <laughs> so if you're feeling in between right now in a transitional period, whatever that may be for you, um, just know that I'm in the same boat and that yes, it can feel uncomfy and yes, it's easy to fall into distraction and scrolling and not getting to the place that you want to be, but find out where your power lies, what that is. For me, it's being creative. For you, it may be being um, analytical, maybe making budgets. <laughs> I feel like my husband loves making a budget. I mean, actually, I love making a budget too. Sheets, Google Sheets and um, Excel are my favorite. Um, but anyways, but what is that for you? Maybe it's being out in nature. Maybe it's being active. Maybe it is um, doing like self-care things. There's so many things out there. But like find where your power lies and where you find the most clarity. And um, let's push past this in between and get uncomfy and we'll find our new routines and we'll find our new rhythms and we're going to become our best selves. And I cannot wait. <laughs> um, I look forward to the conversations to come. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, um, at, at five years time podcast and um for new music we have our playlist which is the first link below sunday reset playlist trevor actually curated the playlist this week but it is hit with it is filled with bangers and hits it's really a vibe um he was so excited for it so go give it a listen and a like and i think you'll find a song or two that you can add to your new rotation or into your ro rotation yeah <laughs> Okay. Thank you for listening. Love you all and have the best week. See you back for Sunday Reset. Mwah! Don't forget to like and subscribe and also leave us a review.